2: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more
3: information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Drake Bell. Yeah,
1: darn it anyway. Things just seem to be getting worse for him. On Tuesday, he was spotted sitting in his car outside his house sucking air from a balloon. That balloon probably contained nitrous oxide because he also had what appeared to be a can of it in the car with him. So a few weeks ago, Drake was reported missing for about a day. When he resurfaced, he suggested that people bullying on social media were making him contemplate suicide. Shortly after that, his wife filed for divorce, and he is battling her for custody of their son. So he's got a lot going on right now, and yeah. just hope he's able to pull it together and get it all worked out.
3: Might not be a bad idea if she takes the kid for a while. For a bit. For a little bit. Uh, what else do we want to
1: if she's you know, I don't know much about
3: her. If she's in any
1: better than he has,
4: yeah, that
1: kid might be better off with grandma and grandpa for a while. Yeah, I don't yeah, know.
3: Yeah, we just don't know. Uh, also, this morning, the internet has found a, a lot to criticize with uh, these Disney live-action remakes. Mm-hmm. But I guess one of the most common gripes is that the CGI-created animal characters look too real. Uh, that photorealism, as it's called, really drains the personality out of the characters. And it was very apparent in The Lion King. And it looks like the same yeah. thing is happening in the upcoming Little Mermaid remake. I saw remake. This.
4: Did you guys see the trailer of this where they show Flounder and Flounder looks like a real fish? Not cartoonish at all. Yeah, they—they. Yeah. They, it's kind of disturbing. They
3: released really? official photos of Ariel's friends: Flounder, yeah. Sebastian the crab, <laughs> and Scuttle the seagull, and they don't look cute or relatable. No, no. The, the
4: fish. I'll have to put this up on the Q and A two Facebook page. They because, just
3: look kind of unsettling.
4: Yeah, I'll put it up, and so that way you can be the judge for yourself. And I'm taking this a little personal because this is my. F- Favorite Disney movie of all time. Really? Yes. And I initially, when they were talking about making it live action, I was like, nah, I don't, I don't, know.
1: Yeah.
4: I don't really know. Don't mess can with we it? skip it? <laughs> don't mess with it. But they keep doing that. I mean. And it's okay. Somebody's watching
3: it. Yeah, and they like to show off the new technology, and it is pretty advanced compared to the technology they had back in the days when they animated it. But the advantage to the animation is that the faces, you can make the faces more expressive and more relatable, and it is a story after all. And
4: it's going to be neat to see Melissa McCarthy as Ursula, and, I mean, you know, there's going to be some real fun characters Mm -hmm. there, but it's just going to be very interesting to see how it goes. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Going to take a quick break here. Coming up is Aerosmith getting ready to announce a farewell tour, or is that something <laughs> they should have done ten years ago? I don't. I don't know. I, we'll talk about it coming up. First, let's check the roads. Here's Denise Johnson with your latest traffic. Well, the end could be near for Aerosmith, anyway. The band's logo has been popping up at venues across the country along with the phrase, peace out. Peace out. And there's a countdown clock on their website that expires on Monday, so a lot of people are speculating that they're going to announce a farewell tour.
4: Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com.
0: Surgery has an art.
4: I feel like this, I mean, how many have they had? Do you know the research? Is this number 15? Yeah. I, I'm not it, kidding. It, I, yeah, I don't
3: think it's their first.
4: I feel like when I started working here a million years ago, one of my first gigs that summer as an intern was working the farewell tour for Aerosmith. Mm. I'm not, I feel like I did this already. Well, yeah. they're
3: not the first band to do that.
1: Well, no.
4: like Elton John they has all done do it a it. million right. times. And
3: Rolling
1: Stones a million times. Oh, Motley yeah. Crue. Yes. Then Metallica, haven't they done? I mean, I, f- I feel like everybody's done a farewell tour. Yeah,
3: I mean... I l- Aerosmith is one of my favorite bands, and no offense, I mean, I saw them live 20-something years ago, and they were struggling. And I I had the thought then, it
5: might be time to (laughs) hang it up. Isn't uh, Steven Tyler in some legal issue drama as of late? In regards to what? What kind of legal uh, underage do? girls. Oh,
3: or something. that kind. He's facing a lawsuit from a woman who says he had a sexual relationship with her when she was underage in the 1970s.
4: Oh, my goodness.
3: Wow. And Tyler's defense appears to be that he should have immunity because he was able to convince her parents to make him her legal guardian. Oh, wow. What? Well, I we're going to have to learn more about this what story. This, this sounds kind of crazy. Yes, that's what that's what he's saying. Oh my
1: gosh! So he admits to a relationship with her. I mean, how how old was this? Was in the seventies, so we're talking sixty years ago. So was this one of these situations where he was twenty one and she was seventeen, uh-huh. or was this one of these situations? I don't know how I old he is. I
3: can't tell you the ages that I, I don't have the details of the case. I can only tell you that he's claiming. Immunity because uh, the, the parents, parents said it made was okay. him her legal guardian. Okay,
4: but did she have anything Weird. to do with that? Like, did she want to do that? You know what I mean? Like, if she's the yeah, one, she that, okay with her. it? If she's the one that's suing him, I'm wondering if she's saying, like, You'd my parents to, just did this. You know? Yeah,
1: yeah. I I can't answer that. We're gonna have to investigate. We're gonna have to
5: get the whole story. I mean, even if you're someone's legal guardian, you still can't. Have sex with them, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so many weird things. Though I mean, you know, Prince. What was the story with Prince? Man, he had I don't that know. really. What was the story with Prince? He had his wife or girlfriend was really super young. He had a teenage, a relationship with a teenage girl. There's like all uh, kinds of it in rock and roll. Uh, you
3: would know more about that than me. I don't know. Yeah, any I would about have it. to
1: remind myself of all the d- details, but mm. there was an inappropriate b-
3: relationship there too. Well, as for Aerosmith, uh this month, earlier this month, Joe Perry said they were launching a forty day tour later this year that will stretch into twenty twenty four, but he did not say it would be their last, despite the speculation.
1: Huh. All right. Well, I love this. This my this is definitely my favorite story of the morning. I think this is so stinking cute. Pete Davidson is kind of a Rod Stewart fan, but not on purpose. It's pretty much Eminem's fault. This is what Pete says. He says, "When I was younger, I bought the uncensored Eminem show CD, which of course I was not allowed to have." So I kept it in a Rod Stewart jewel case. <laughs> My mom noticed, and for years she would play Rod Stewart to have something we could bond over.
4: Oh, that's cool. He said I'd
1: be sitting in the car and suddenly she'd say, it's Rod, and start singing along to Maggie May. He said I had to learn the songs just to keep the lie going.
5: If you play Forever Young <laughs> this morning, I am leaving. I am leaving. <laughs> I know. I, I, I had. I like was Rod forced Stewart. to
3: play that for way <laughs> for longer young. than I wanted to, and it was hell for me. I hated
1: it. I just <laughs> remember the video. Was I he love Rod Stewart? In,
3: I just that song. Same.
1: In a car, or in a <laughs> convertible with a kid or something. Wasn't he singing in the back seat of a truck? And yes, there was the a kid oh, yeah. had curly yes. hair. And the kid and had just curly Stared head. at him it, in his it, face. Yes, so it was, and it was and really he's weird. Forever yeah. young. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So Pete just he learned to like Rod Stewart. I think that's a sweet. story.
3: That's a cute story. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, Actor Joshua Jackson is talking about his role on the new Fatal Attraction TV series. He had the opportunity to get a little freaky on that show. And in a new interview, he revealed his pet peeve when it comes to sex scenes. It's when two people have this wild, crazy sex on screen. And then the woman pulls the cover over her boobs after it's over. (laughs) Joshua says, in real life, like, I've never in my life had great sex with somebody and then have them be like, but I don't want you to see my nipples next morning. I got to cover up my body now
4: that we just did all of that. Right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He's got a point.
4: I have run to the bathroom immediately following, though, you know.
3: Oh, wow. Sometimes
4: just to hide.
3: But Joshua was saying, you know, his wife, he's married. The actor is married uh, to Jody Turner-Smith, and he says that she actually enjoys watching his sex scenes. She said it's a weird thing where she's like a voyeur. So, I, you know, I guess if that's your thing, excellent. Ugh. The Fatal Attraction remake starts streaming this Sunday on Paramount+. Plus.
4: Are you guys going to tune in? I know you liked the movie an awful lot.
3: I forgot about it until Jen brought it up the other day and I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. That was a crazy movie.
1: It was. All right, so Prince
3: oh, my you it up?
1: Yeah, I looked it up. <laughs> I cuz I it was bugging me. So, my Tay, remember my Tay, backup dancer and singer, he fir, she first met Prince when she was 16. He became her legal guardian, she moved into Paisley Park 6 years later. They got married. He was 37 while well, she was 22.
3: Now, I have a question, and you may not be able to answer this, but are there any states in the U.S. that allow you to become a legal guardian of a minor and,
4: and marry, them? marry them? Oh, my God. I don't even want to know the answer to this situation. Um, I think
3: the answer is I'm yes, sure yes in at least one state. And it's something I gotta look up, and I'm not justifying it. I'm just asking if Legally. It's legal. because yeah, I mean,
1: obviously he never got into any. Wow. But he didn't marry her till he was 22. But I mean, see these kinds of creepy things.
4: We're all go so, like, on all the time,
1: and people just. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: Oh my gosh! I know.
1: No. I know. No. We're about talking that.
3: about it now.
1: Yep, a little bit. A mm. little bit. All right, so Keanu Reeves did a surprise signing at a comic book store in L.A. last week for his Berserk series. He had this adorable interaction with a nine-year-old fan named Noah, and the whole thing was caught on video. It's gone viral. Oh, let's play. Um, I'm
2: such a big fan.
5: What's your name?
2: Noah. My name is Noah.
5: Hi, Noah. I'm Keanu. You're probably my favorite actor in the whole world. Oh, my
3: gosh, Noah. Thank you. Did you see Duke Kaboom in Toy Story 4?
1: Yeah, he's my favorite character.
5: Canada's greatest stuntman. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you liked it. Oh, that was cute. Very nice. (laughs) Sweet. So
1: cute. I know. You just love Keanu.
4: Doesn't he date a much older woman, speaking of people dating each other?
1: I don't know if she is older or if she just, she just looks, looks older. older because she's gone naturally gray. She's oh. very she's very attractive. And remember, Keanu looks a lot younger than he is. I th- She might be a few years older.
4: Oh, yeah. But no, it's not huge. I think you're right. I think she just looks
3: mm. older. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chester Bennington's son Draven released his first single. Here is the chorus of F with me.
5: Don't get too close to me. The little devil on my shoulder screaming F the piece. Speak careful when you come round me. We tend to keep a wild crowd that's repping the team. Likes it. Don't get too close to me. The little devil on my shoulder saying, Do what you please. Look at her. Speak careful when you come round me. We got a lot of loaded shooters that's repping the team. There you go. I love yeah,
4: Chester. Oh my gosh. Pretty sure that's J Lo and P. S. The person behind all of this
5: is Chris Jenner.
3: LLC.
4: We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun never ends.
3: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
4: Such a just incredible talent. That yeah. entire band of Lincoln Park is just incredible. Well,
3: his son's pretty talented. Yeah, too, he sounds
4: pretty. He think. kind of sounds like Eminem mm-hmm. M&M a little bit, like a little slim shady vibe there. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, Freddie Mercury's personal possessions are hitting the auction block. There's been a lot of rock and roll memorabilia that's been hitting the auction block lately, and Freddie Mercury's personal possessions are the latest. Uh, They include a mustache comb and...
4: (laughs) That'd be fun.
3: Right? Mm -hmm. And his handwritten lyrics to... Killer Queen, which I, I we isolated the vocals to some of that classic song so you can hear it. She keeps
2: Moe in a pretty cabinet. Let them eat cake, she says, just like Marie Antoinette. A building a remedy for Khrushchev and Kennedy. And at a time, an imitation you can't decline. Caviar and cigarettes, well-versed in etiquette. All handwritten.
5: Extraordinarily nice. It's going to be yours.
2: gun gunpowder, gelatine, dynamite with a laser beam.
3: And you can sing along, Jen.
2: It's your mind.
3: I like it. That's
2: really cool. I command at the price, insatiable an appetite.
3: It's too bad when you buy, like if, if, if you buy an album... Or, you know, you're listening to a song. I mean, there is a technology, so I'm not saying you can't do it. But to be able to isolate certain. Create your own mix. uh, Yeah, kind of. It it would be cool. But then, you know, you'd be messing with their.
4: Yeah.
3: Their art, Their art.
4: That voice sounds so cool. But
3: hearing it that way gives you just a better appreciation. Yeah, A little more respect for the guy. Yeah. 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 Big time. It'll be
4: true.
3: That ain't Mm -hmm. Mm auto-tuned. Right. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all I've got. Same with David Lee Roth, you know, listening to him isolated. Squeal. (laughs) 6.51.
4: (laughs) Not the same experience. (laughs) (laughs) A little different.
1: Not even close, Jeff.
3: (laughs) Weather-wise, dry (laughs) and mild today. Clouds increasing later on in the day with rain showers after 8 o'clock. We'll see high around 67, and right now it's 45.
4: We need to put Jen's... Key
5: Hall voice. Oh, there you go. Next
4: to David Lee Roth, nest, next to Freddie Mercury, <laughs> and see who can sing
5: the best. We'll, we'll put it out there. <laughs> I think I know the answer.
1: <laughs> Me too.
3: Todd. Yes, sir. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Good. How are you? Excellent.
1: Doing awesome. We want to send you to Burns Garden Center to get those 11-inch hanging baskets for just 12 bucks this weekend. I we got a $50 gift card for you. Yeah, just got to tell me which one is real. Is it A? Woman pays psychic $200,000 to reincarnate her dead chihuahua. (laughs) Is it B? A man is suing a psychic with a PhD because she hasn't removed a curse she put on him. Or C? Guy gets naked at the mall, covers himself in butter, and sings Barry Manilow songs because his psychic told him to.
0: Mm, Let's go with A.
1: Nope, not A. C, C, no oh, Nope, C. not C. B. Oh. It is B. Oh, dang <laughs> it, I love C. <laughs> I know. Butter and Barry Manilow, what more could you ask <laughs> for out of life?
3: If you, were, if you were desperate to find, like, a legit psychic, the best psychic, mm-hmm. like, what qualifications would you look for? Like, how do you know? You know? Yeah. Because anybody can hang a sign out and make a claim. Well, case in point, a man in Los Angeles named Moro Restrepo, <laughs> he just filed a third lawsuit against a psychic for defrauding him out of $1,000 and causing emotional distress. Kang? He says his ex-girlfriend hired a witch to place a curse on him, and he desperately needed it removed. Mm. So he went to a psychic named Sophia Adams, who he found through Google. She had a a Ph.D., which she said required special schooling. Well, a Ph.D. in what,
1: exactly? I mean, is she a regular old Ph.D., or is she claiming she has a Ph.D. in in psychic work? Yeah, I I can't answer that. Yeah
3: but
4: <laughs> is that something you can get because i don't PhD know if there's and... i don't know i i'm and not aware not of a school. specific
3: yeah <laughs> but i can tell you that he chose her based on that credential and uh, Sophia told morrow he could remove the curse by purchasing a five thousand one hundred dollar crystal from her
1: of course but, well, it okay. could
3: help so he gave <laughs> her a one thousand dollar down payment and took the crystal.
1: That was nice of her to give him the crystal with only a $1,000 down payment. Usually when you get on a payment plan for large crystals, you have to pay it off before they let you take
3: it home. Yeah, and I'm sure there was no markup on that crystal Mm-mm. at all. Do you probably know that from
4: personal experience?
3: Museum is museum quality, I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm going with yes on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I know this uh, will probably come as a shock as well, but the crystal did nothing. And Moro asserts that he's been duped. So he's demanding $25,000 in damages. Sophia's lawyers say she didn't swindle Morrow. And if he gives the crystal back, she'll return his money.
1: I want to know what the curse was and what was he experiencing in his life that had him convinced that the curse was working. And that the crystal didn't help remove the curse. There's
3: just too many questions. You can ask him in cross examination. Story. <laughs> and it's unclear how Morrow has been able to refile the case again <laughs> and again because a judge previously dismissed his claim, saying that he lacked <laughs> the evidence needed to move forward. So there you go. It, it's unclear what Sophia's PhD was in. Um, <laughs> we don't know, know what the
1: curse is. There's we another way to look
3: nothing. at it. Like. If she was a true con artist, she would have told Morrow that the crystal's powers don't actually turn on until you pay the full $5,100. That would have been smart. And milked him for a little more money. Yeah. Uh, Because he was only
1: getting $1,000 worth of the juju from the... Crystal, also, instead of the full power, is
4: it just being around the crystal breaks the curse, or do you have to like rub it and stuff? You,
3: you gotta like bathe with it and rub it all I over mean, your body. How much no, you, you have- don't have to bathe with it and you, you rub it all over. Insert it. And, you well, just sit you on it. And
4: Stop roll it. Roll around. You have
1: it in your space is nice. If you hold it, it helps. <laughs> Uh, Which you know space? what would
4: help holding a thousand dollars in my hands instead of a yeah, rock that would make me feel better <laughs>
1: well,
3: i think the curse has been lifted bam <laughs> that was amazing yeah she did supposedly tell him that she'd also curse him if if he didn't use her services even more
4: cursing
3: oh yeah oh wow oh, yeah you're stuck with me now buddy God, curses suck it is 12 after 7 with Jeff and in Cincinnati's Q102 coming up. A classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you. Luke is looking for a second date update this morning. He went on a date with Audrey, and we are going to help him out. Hey, Luke. Hey, how's it going? Hey. It's going good. I guess we should ask how it went with Audrey.
2: Uh, well, I met her through work. Um, I sold her a car. I'm a car salesman, and... Uh, I was kind of right away taken by her. And I don't usually date customers. I mean, like I have, like, I, you know, it's car sales. So, like, usually somebody comes in and, like, you meet them and and then they kind of just go. And you don't know if you ever see them again or not. So I have in the past. I don't do it all the time. But this girl, I don't know. She was really um, awesome.
0: And um,
2: she buys the car. And she leaves, and you know, I don't know if I'll ever see her again, but a couple of days later, she calls me, oh. and she's got some questions or whatever. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, yeah, so I take that as like, I don't know, either she really didn't want to just open the manual, or she just wanted <laughs> to ask me a question, but
0: I... I'm I having like...
3: trouble pairing my Bluetooth.
1: <laughs> hey, that's a valid thing, That Jess. is. Thank God for the yeah. folks at Carrie Toyota who do that for me right there on yeah. the spot before I drive away. That is a real honest complaint.
2: Huh. So I took the opportunity. I was like, hey, do you want to, you know, have lunch sometime? And she's like, I'm, I'm available
3: tomorrow. <laughs> I could show you over lunch. I
2: know. How about you bring your car <laughs> to the Panera? Well, I say, we did connect, you know. Like, <laughs> why not? <laughs> that's perfect. Well, listen, when she said I'm available tomorrow, I was like, that's a good sign, you know. Um, I thought she might be interested in me as well. And so I met her at Jay Alexander's. Even better. uh, (laughs) I know. (laughs) Carrot cake. Why? That place is great. No, it is. Because, I mean, it's it's a
3: sit-down. Like, it's not a quick bite. That's uh, hey, let's sit down. Let's get
2: comfortable. Well, yeah. You know, we had already talked a lot, though. That's the thing. You know, like, when you're selling somebody a car, there's a lot of time spent together, and you talk. And I like to ask questions and get to know my customers and I like to share so they get to know me too so that they feel comfortable making a major life purchase with me you know well yeah yeah, yeah.
1: well yeah I mean that's what a good salesman does right right? that's
3: why you're so good at what you do and that's why you get so many dates as I mean I know you say you don't do it a lot and I believe you but you've gotten some action it sounds like
2: well, yeah we all meet people at work at the grocery store so for me my work i happen to see a lot of interesting people so yeah totally. and you're a charismatic guy oh thank you
3: <laughs> well obviously i mean just I based can tell on... the voice
4: yeah. too, like uh-huh. the tone i'm really feel like you're very fun
3: very disarming
4: very yeah.
2: approachable i really appreciate that you guys should like spread the word about me a little bit <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> So anyway, everything was really good, you know, like we were talking on the date and getting to know each other even more, but it was different now. Like it wasn't the same kind of vibe as when you're trying to sell somebody a car and you're connect, uh, you know, you're connecting. It was like it was kind of like, you know, real, you know, you could tell when it has just two people connecting. And I don't know. I I felt real good about everything. And after the date was over, I kind of walked into her, her car, her brand new car. I gave her a hug, and she thanked me for lunch, and that was it. She drove off. And, I and you've never know, heard I from her again? No, no. I called oh, her weird. a couple of times, and she never got back to me. I, I just I hmm. can't think of, like, where it went off the rails. Can Can you delve into some of the things you talked about um,
3: besides the car?
2: Yeah, you know, just where our backgrounds more, like what she does for work and you know her about her family, and her like she liked to travel a lot. she would tell me about trips, and you know I told her about this road trip that I did, you know, just normal date stuff, getting to know people, yeah, and one thing
3: that I imagine you're also very good at is reading people you can you can tell when you've hooked someone,
2: mhm, yeah, I mean, you could tell just by body language if somebody is comfortable, and she was super relaxed, and I felt relaxed, you know, we were both kind of just at ease in this place, being together, talking. It was really cool. And never heard from her again.
3: Hmm. No. Okay. Hmm. Then why don't we take a break? We're going to call Audrey and see <laughs> what she thought of Luke and her lunch date with him and, uh, and how she likes the car. Coming up next, the second date update continues on Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> so Luke met Audrey because he sold her a car. She obviously liked the car, and she liked Luke enough to go have lunch with him. I don't know if she really had, like, legit questions about the car, which is what sparked the post-sale conversation in the first place, or if this was just more of an organic thing. But she kind of ghosted him afterward, and Luke fancies himself a relatively perceptive guy. Thought there might be something there, so... When she disappeared off the face of the earth, it left him a little confused, and so we're now trying to get to the bottom of it, get Audrey on the phone and figure out what's up. So we're going to go ahead and call her if you're ready. Luke? Yeah, let's do it. All right.
0: Hello?
3: Hey, Audrey.
0: Uh, yeah, this is Audrey?
3: It's yeah. Jeff and Jen at Q102. How are you?
0: Oh my gosh. Are you guys serious? How's the new car? <laughs> How's that brand new car? Oh my god. How do you, wait, how do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> this is hilarious. It's great. I I actually love it. I love it. I, I just, yeah, it's a Toyota Highlander. Am I able to say that? Yeah, you're right. Sure. So it's a great car. Okay. Yeah. yeah, my I sister it. just it's bought a funny.
3: pre-owned one. She loves it.
0: They
4: are. Yes. You used to
1: have one, didn't you, Jen? Back I had a Highlander. Yeah, yeah. And then so. I, I moved to the Rav Four because oh, the Highlanders got ah, bigger, yeah. and it was a big, yeah. bigger vehicle that I my needed. My mom so I has
0: one went, too. Yeah,
3: but I right. loved it. Oh, no, it's, it's great awesome. vehicle. Yeah, that's great. This Do you have any Highlander. questions <laughs> about the car?
0: Uh, well, I did. I I did, and I got them answered. Okay. This is my second Highlander, so I didn't have too many questions, but this new one, it really kind of threw me off for a second, so I I had a couple questions, yeah.
3: Okay, and and did Luke take good care of you? Did he answer all of your questions?
0: Oh, I knew it. Yes, he, uh, Luke was my sales guy, and yes, he did a great job. Okay. Um, I just called him twice, so he's very, very knowledgeable of my Highlander. Now,
3: it's our understanding that you two had lunch. How did that go? Uh,
0: well, it it was lunch. It was uh, it was probably the weirdest date I've ever been on. Ooh, like, how so? Weird. Weirdest. Weird um, in the
3: sense that you don't normally date people who sell you a car.
0: Weird or no, 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 and that's true. I, i This is my first date of a car salesman, but and he's a really nice guy. He was very charming. Like when I bought the car, I was so nervous. I almost brought my dad because I, I thought it was going to be like this hustler and fast talking guy but he was very nice very charming fun to talk to so i was like yeah i'll go on a date no mm-hmm. why not right he's handsome he's it's hard to explain how it got weird but yeah. um should i just i mean it's like no
3: we're dying of yeah. <laughs> to hear yeah okay. go ahead and say
0: <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of loud in this place where we went um, right so we're sitting there and and he kind of mumbled something like under his breath i'm like I was like, I'm sorry, what? You know, in, in a polite way. I thought I just couldn't hear him. And now he this is during
3: snippy. the lunch rush, I imagine, when it's it can be it is. something really yeah, loud it, in there. Yeah. It,
0: was, it gets it loud. Was so loud. Yeah. Okay. But I heard that he did say something. He kind of mumbled something. So I said, you know, I'm sorry, what did you say? And he got snippy with me. And I was like, I wasn't I, I, I I'm not like being rude. I just couldn't hear you. And he said, I wasn't talking to you. Oh,
2: who's he talking like, to? Well,
0: <laughs> and there was no one else, like, even remotely close to us. I'm I'm just like, dude, I, I, I know you said something. Was it for me? I, I just kind of let it go. Uh-huh. Um, but, but then he does it again. And the same thing. I'm like, what? Excuse me? What? And he said something like, I wasn't talking to you. Like, he kept saying that.
3: Mm. So okay, is he- that's
0: weird. I mean, I didn't want to be mean. I, I didn't want to assume, like, if there was something going on, Um. you know, I <sighs> – I wasn't sure if he was okay. You know what I mean? I, I so you don't know I, if he's seeing
1: people or maybe he has a diagnosis like Tourette's or something?
0: Was, oh. We talked a lot. Yeah, he didn't mention anything like that. And, and it's okay if he is. I just need to know if he was talking to me or not. Right. <laughs> unner- but you unnerving. were
3: confused. And when you asked him, I'm sorry, what did you say? And he's like, I wasn't talking to you. I could see it was how that would other
0: person. Yes. be it was a little like
3: unsettling a- if there's no explanation that accompanies that. that. And yes.
4: rude, yeah.
0: And I couldn't explain that. And I, my job, I work with people that um, are on the spectrum. I have a couple of friends that have social situations, and I could understand, but he didn't tell me. He just kept mumbling, and I, I'm saying, what did you say? And he's like, I'm not talking to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay. So, yeah, I have not called that guy back. He's called me a couple of times, so I just let it go and let him have space. And- right.
1: But he he never did any of that when you were buying the car from him?
0: No. Ab- no, he was total professional, like answered all my questions, listened to me, and I I didn't see any signs of, of anything. Unusual behavior. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
3: Luke, what's the story?
2: I do sometimes talk to myself, I guess, like kind of like, It's like a self commentary, you know, like I I do it when I guess when I'm nervous or in I mean, I I guess I didn't, I I didn't even realize I did it at all. That's what I was wondering. Do you
1: even know you're doing it? Because somebody like me who spends a lot of time alone. Talks to my, <laughs> I talk to myself. We well, can yeah, vouch for yeah.
4: that. Yeah, because like even in the studio, sometimes she'll just start talking to herself, and there's three other people in here, and we're like, "Are you are you talking to us? Are and you she's addressing
3: like, any one of us in particular?" Well, she doesn't even know
4: that she's talking. To tell you the truth, I think it's just like a habit, like blinking. Sometimes it just yeah. comes out. It just
1: comes. It just falls out my mouth.
2: It's just like when you're thinking of something, like I, I. Like, sometimes it'll happen if I say something that I kind of thought maybe was silly or, you know, weird. You know, I'm on I a date. I ask you a
0: question? Did you know that you kind of responded in a rude manner? Like, when it, every time you did it, I, I kind of said, you know, excuse me, what did you say? And you, you would be, like, really rude and say I wasn't. No, talking. I
2: didn't. I didn't realize. No, at all. Yeah, I mean, not, She I'm said you sounded that.
3: agitated. Were you agitated yeah, when like, she asked you? No, I
2: think I was just trying to talk over the, you know. The din of the restaurant. You know, I was just trying to be loud enough to be heard because you didn't hear me the first time. So I was just, I guess I just spoke louder.
1: You have a tone of voice that I imagine when you talk loud to some people, it sounds like you're yelling at them. Yeah. It reminds me of somebody I was married to once.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, how was I supposed to know that you weren't like talking to me though? You kept saying I wasn't talking to you, I was the only one there.
2: I don't know what to tell I, you. Sometimes I talk to myself, okay. and I really wasn't <laughs> talking to you. I, I just wanted okay. you to know I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to me. Uh, that's fine. That's
0: I don't fine. really it's a big deal. It's re- it's, oh, it. it's, it's, no, it's really hard to hang out with someone who says stuff and then says they aren't talking to them. It's just that's kind not of a weird cool, comment like, to say. Like, like, yeah.
4: Instead of being like, "Oh, I was talking to the waiter," or "I was thinking out loud." Oh, I'm just
1: talking to myself.
2: Thinking yeah, out loud. To,
3: yeah, you know, something or, like that. Sorry, I didn't even realize I, I
2: did, did that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm well, not talking to I you. I wish I had said something different, but that's what I, I guess I said. Yeah. Don't talk yeah, to me. It's um,
0: confusing. It's, yeah. a, it's a communication oh. issue. I, a big time, I i just can't. I, guys, yeah. it's just too, it's we too it. much. You're not open to a second date. Uh, no, no, thank you. I, I'm sorry.
1: Communication has to be easy. If it's a chore and a challenge, that just is not a good start to a... Relationship.
3: My, you and I have made it for 20-something yeah. years. And
1: it's so. been rough. It's been so <laughs> rough. I mean,
3: if we can do it, anybody can, I feel like.
1: <laughs> well, we're getting paid to do it. Oh, that's right. And we don't live together. That's, that's all the true. talking yeah. under
4: her breath she
3: does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Jeff's fault. It's Jeff. It's Jeff. All right, well, <laughs> I appreciate you both at least having the conversation on our show. Coming on Second Date Update, you both sound like very nice people, maybe not a match, but we appreciate you and wish you both the best of luck.
2: Hey, it was All really great to guys. talk to you guys. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you. It was so great to talk to you.
1: All right, so if you need a little help, send us an email. We'll do a Second Date Update for you, Jeff and Jen, at
3: WKRQ.com. Okay, AI can save you on a date. We'll explain. And Kit Kat cereal is coming. News that didn't make the news that we think totally should have is coming up next.
2: Ahead of his coronation, a life-size chocolate bust of King Charles has been unveiled. Take a look at this thing. Yeah. Yeah, They stopped at the shoulders because they were like, I think this is creepy enough. The USDA announced that it is considering making changes to limit the amount of salmonella in some chicken products. I'm sorry, they haven't already? (laughs) We're also considering a three-strikes rule if it's secretly a pigeon. Beats is launching new transparent earbuds. Here's my advice. If you drop one, move on with your life. Ben and Jerry's co-founder, Ben Cohen, recently launched a new cannabis line called Ben's Best Blends. <laughs> Hopefully it's a lot more popular than Gerowin. All
3: right. AI, for better or for worse. Now it can save you on a date. Also, the perfect solution for parents who berate Little League umpires. All right, well, it is Thursday, the 27th of April of 2023. We are Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. All right, let's start with... AI, for just a moment, here's a way to fix your social anxiety. (laughs) Just have your own personal teleprompter tell you what to say. A student at Stanford has been posting videos after he and some friends used ChatGPT to make AI-powered glasses that help you have conversations. This is not good. So I'm with... Jen, everybody in here is wearing glasses except for Tim at the moment
1: but he, he has some. he my... just recently got his own prescription glasses Look I at don't that. like
5: them these are just the cheap readers as no. readers you don't like your why what's the
1: matter with your prescription they
5: hurt my face they're too <laughs> are they too tight they <laughs> hurt my nose I don't know when you haven't had oh. anything on your nose for 20 something years and now you got Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, those, 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 the, the frames
5: probably are. Yeah. You got to build
4: up to the calluses.
5: These feel like <laughs> these feel like air. So that's why you don't, you don't go even, with that. It's
4: like when okay. you buy a new pair of heels. Got to. They work.
5: might be able to
3: put your lenses in that one if it helps. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm, I'm
5: more yeah. blind, I'll worry more about it. <laughs> yeah.
3: But imagine like if you had glasses that showed you a teleprompter that you could easily read while staying focused on the person, you know, like. Like, I'm looking at Jen, and I'm pretending to listen to her, and I'm nodding, right. and, the, and then I... He's got that down to an art. And then...
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah.
3: You know, I prepared, like, a little thing that tells her what she wants to hear. I just got to read it. Uh-huh. That's what they're talking about here. These are AI-powered glasses that basically serve as a teleprompter that you can see from your end of the lens, but they can't see. Yeah. Now, their prototype is very basic, and it wouldn't fool anyone yet. It's it's just a pair of glasses with a thick monocle stuck to one lens. I mean, you had you would have to be such
1: an incredible actor to be able to pull that off. Would they? Because, because you're just oh. yes, you could, you could because I mean you, you're totally, challenge accepted. I know you're totally disconnecting yourself from the person in the conversation to read what you're supposed to say next. Right. How so I mean, you, it's, yeah, I don't know how you do to do that. And is it supposed to listen? Concentrate on that.
5: Is it going to listen to Jen's conversation and then come up with what you're supposed to say? Right then, on the spot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't have to listen. Is my point.
3: <laughs>
4: it would be easier if they were just telling <laughs> you. You just in have an to earpiece. read, like in an earpiece. Like so. That'd say, be way easier. Yeah, like say the Chat GPT was still listening through the glasses, but you had an earpiece that told you what to say, so you weren't reading it. You're just repeating what it says. All of a
5: sudden, Jeff's just talking to Jenny, and he goes, "Here's what I found on the internet." <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs>
5: Yep.
3: <laughs> a
4: friend of mine told me to say, blah, 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 blah,
3: blah. Yeah, it uses a speech recognition program that listens to what the other person says. Then it generates replies to read and displays them right in front of your eyeball. So if you're if you're bad at chit chat, this totally does it for you. So they fed it details about their friend's personal lives. So it would have things to ask about. But eventually, it could look people up on social media to find that stuff. Now, the current version is not fast enough. You know, there's a long pause before the, before the text pops up. Jeff, did you hear what I just said? Yeah, I, I'm considering it. I'm pondering. Hello, Jeff. Hmm. Uh, I'm thinking
5: about it. Uh, <laughs> um, hey, Bridget, how's your trip to Argentina? I'd love to hear about it.
0: Oh, it was so fun. I had a blast. We explored around the city and went to museums and did a lot of fun stuff.
5: That sounds amazing. Did you get to try any new foods while you were there?
0: Actually, we didn't really eat well.
2: Hey, Varun, I hear you're looking for a job to teach React Native.
5: Thank you for your interest.
1: I've been studying React Native for the past few months, and I'm confident that I have the skills and knowledge access necessary for the job. (laughs) You sound like a robot. It's
3: terrible. Yeah, if you're not a good reader, then it's... Probably not for you, um, but that's those are two examples, two videos that have been making the rounds. One showing the guy using the glasses in a simulated job interview, and the second showing a guy using it to flirt with a coworker. But here's the feature everyone will want, though it can also recognize faces and tell you what the person's name is when they walk up to you. Oh, well, that's pretty
1: cool. That I would, yeah that that's a that would be the selling point for me. And would it it well i don't know wait a minute so yeah wait no, a no, 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 no. no. I, that's creepy i don't want no re, face recognition in a pair of glasses so you can and you'd be able to name anybody and everybody well they already yeah. have
3: it i mean they already they already have your biometrics so.
1: i know and i don't like it
3: and the, so that ship is kind of already safe
1: mm-mm. Mm-mm. never mind don't like that
3: too late they got you.
1: I mean, it's bad. Well, it's bad enough when they got you. But does everybody need to get you? Oh, yeah. You have the glasses. Oh, everybody has access to Right. It. I yeah. mean, that's what's.
3: Uh, what's your take on this? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I know. I love these.
4: We are anti-Chat GPT.
3: I, I, I really don't like it. I don't either. I know, I, I, I don't think, but by policy, we can't use it for work purposes for the moment, I've been told.
4: Right, which is fine. Until they, you know. Sounds good to me.
3: Figure it out, I guess. <laughs>
4: I think it just freaks Dude, me out. That, that may change in the yeah. future, but for now, no. Yeah, I think it just freaks me out. I don't know what I don't like. I. I just There's not many things I do
1: like about it.
3: Uh, Jen, if you've been looking for an excuse to have candy for breakfast, Kit Kat cereal is now a thing that exists.
1: Kit Kat is, is, brings back many fond memories from my child. (laughs) Like up until the age of five, I stayed at my grandma's while my mom and dad worked. And right across the street from my grandma's house was a bar where my grandpa hung out. And I would go, and I would sit at the bar with my grandpa, and he would buy me a Kit Kat and a Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'd sit at the bar at three and four years old, <laughs> <laughs> eating Kit Kats and drinking Mountain Dew while that's my sugar grandpa got started. sloshed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the many places my sugar thing got started. That's some real bonding. Right it there. was <laughs>
3: seven. Yeah. yeah uh but anyway yeah real quick though kit kat cereal now exists uh general mills is rolling out rolling it out to stores nationwide uh sadly they didn't break up real kit kats and toss them in a box which would be epic
4: i know why wouldn't they just do that like it's all of the leftover pieces of kit kat that they can't put in a package
5: well, what about all the fun size pieces? yeah That's about a cereal bite. Yeah, it's just supposed to taste like Kit
3: Kats. Each piece is a little square with ridges, so they they do look like a tiny version of four Kit Kat bars before you break them apart. Uh, But this is not the first time a cereal company has gone the candy route. We've also seen Peeps cereal, Sour Patch Kids cereal, Hershey's Kiss
5: cereal. All of these are hurting my teeth. And Reese's Puffs
3: that have been around since 1994.
4: That one is still in those the are store, okay yeah. because that's kind of like a bigger version of the Cocoa Puff.
3: Yeah, it's the Reesey some Puff peanut butter is powder just bigger. It. Yeah, Kit Kats are one of the most popular candies in the world, though. So this is big news. The new cereal version will be available in stores nationwide next. Okay. Month. Coming up a little later, your shot at one thousand dollars—the one K letter of the day—is coming up. Uh, right on or about 820.
1: We love this game. It's been a while since we've given away $1,000. Maybe today is the day. Today could be the
3: day. So, <laughs> this is very unfortunate. A 24-year-old woman is, is somehow okay, thank God, after a stray bullet came into her house and hit her in a place... Where, not that there is a great place for this bullet to make contact, but this is probably about as unsettling and painful as it could be. Is a, a pretty small target. It's a pretty that small target. That would be target, very Jen. difficult.
1: I mean, men have a hell of a time finding it anyway. If a man was going to try correct. to take a shot at one of these, he likely would That's miss. Where
4: it hit her. Yep. <laughs>
3: That's In the lady business. Where it hit her. Oh, In the right part of the lady business? Yes. Uh What? Uh It happened in Somalia, and her doctors just published a paper on it. Now, luckily, she wasn't seriously hurt. She was just hanging out, relaxing at home when a bullet came through her ceiling.
1: I mean, was she in the middle of... Love? (laughs) I mean, was it, you know... Was the flower in bloom for all to see, or was she just sitting on the couch with her legs crossed watching TV, and Uh, that's where it went? uh, It
3: just says she was hanging out, relaxing at home. Okay.
4: I mean, she had to be. I
3: I don't know what she was wearing. (laughs) I don't know what position she was in or what she was doing. She was just hanging out.
1: Uh... And a bullet came
3: through her ceiling and hit her square in the crotch.
1: Oh,
4: wow! I mean, she had to have at least her legs open, sort of, right? Yeah. I mean, if your legs are crossed, that area is kind of covered.
1: Yeah.
3: Her doctors say that luckily it, <laughs> the bullet was moving at a low velocity. How That's is inc-
4: that even possible?
3: <laughs> I guess as far as velocity goes, <laughs> they say it was moving at a low velocity.
4: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Otherwise,
3: she would have been seriously injured.
4: So she's totally fine, and that area is intact. Uh, it
3: came in fast enough that it got lodged there, um, and they released an X-ray that shows it. Mm. So they had to they had to numb her to remove the bullet. Wow, wow! And she was discharged the next day in quote good condition.
1: No way!
4: That is
3: just unsettling. Yeah. I told you it would be. <laughs> Just very huh. she was also okay during a follow up mm. visit a month later.
4: Oh my gosh. This
3: is good news. Yeah, I experts know
4: how that felt for her.
3: Experts were going through the uh the archives and they say they're they're pretty sure this is the first injury of its kind on record where a random bullet hit a woman directly in her sweet spot.
1: Well, I hope they've got lots of pictures in her file. <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Dang, wow.
3: Yeah. I. I. I
1: wonder what kind of if that's going to have any permanent effect on its. You know. That's what I'm.
3: Functioning. Wondering. Yeah.
4: If it's even possible anymore.
3: Yeah. Right. Okay. A uh, fifty-five-year-old hothead in Georgia by the name of Roger Barrett has been arrested after he stopped and blocked a school bus full of kids and confronted them. Uh, Roger claimed he saw a kid flash an obscene hand gesture to his wife, so he parked his truck in front of the school bus's path and wouldn't move until he got the name and address of the kid. He wasn't messing around. That's terrifying.
1: He's had enough of it.
3: Yeah. Um... It doesn't sound like he did. He was not able to board the bus, thank goodness, and the driver called her supervisor, who then called 911. Uh, But a few parents arrived and filmed interactions with Roger. Mm Mm-mm. He eventually left before the police arrived, but they tracked him down and charged him with interference with the operation of public schools.
0: Everything goes through your mind. What if my child is hurt? I'm just flabbergasted that a grown man would have that kind of response in front of children.
4: I had no idea what he was capable of if he had a gun on
1: him.
3: Yeah, right? Yep.
1: That's terrifying. Yeah. There are just some angry people in the world.
3: So credit to the school bus driver for keeping her cool, his cool, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, preventing preventing the situation from getting worse. Yep.
4: We used to have the nicest lady when I was a kid. I rode the school bus from Gleno Swing in Covington to Latonia Elementary in Latonia. And along the route, we would stop at different schools and pick up kids. And there was always the nicest little old lady over by Ninth District on Rogers Avenue that would sit outside and she would wave to and us wave. every single day when we would go to and from school. Mm-hmm. She would always like wave. She always had her little house robe on. And
1: Were there just, any kids flipping her off? I hope not. I know but her but mooning that's her. It made me pressed think of ham. It
4: was like we had such a nice lady <laughs> that was just like, and if she wasn't there, we would be like, oh. We'd be upset but everybody yeah. would go kind of to that side of the bus and wave
1: yeah.
4: wave to her. I mean,
1: I could see where a kid like here's an incident that happened to me on the way home from a ball game one night. I thought my parents were the car that was following the bus. Oh god. And so you were giving him the I mooned them, Yeah. right? Oh jeez. <laughs> and then I, I find you were out
4: You're going to say you flipped the bird.
1: No. Nope. <laughs> him. This is another reason why that bus driver hated you. She wasn't driving that bus. Oh. <laughs> this was a different. This was on the way home from a ball game. Oh, this you were making a different all kinds of fun. Oh yeah, I'm telling you. And uh, come to find out, it was actually Larry Crick, who Who's was that? he was <laughs> Teresa Crick, our pitcher's dad. He was a little weird, Did and you get so in he trouble? would be he would be like the last person I would want to moon. <laughs> from the back hmm. of the bus. So, yeah. Oops. Did you get in
4: trouble? No. Oh, that's nice. Small town. Yeah, I
3: don't think I got in trouble you for that one. have been
4: expelled. Right.
3: Because if she got in trouble, her parents would be mad. they are like, what were you thinking? <laughs> well, I was trying to moon you guys. <laughs> I thought it
1: was you. <laughs> <laughs>
4: oh,
3: well, that's okay. That's different. Yeah. I got in
4: trouble for mooning one time, too. My sister and her friend talked me into... I was younger, you know, hanging out with the older kids. Yeah. And my sister was driving our car... And there was some of her friends behind us, and they were like "moonum, moonum," and I did it. And my parents found out about it, and I did get in. Big you did trouble. get in
1: trouble, yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. I mean, that just was not, you know. I just,
1: yeah, the guy you know, I did moon. His fault. Yeah, the guy I did moon. He was one of the dads in the stand. That was nonstop, but he wasn't. He wasn't so much telling her what to do. He just kept saying, "You can do it." You can do it! And he would say, you can do it. That's actually what we called him. He said, you can do it's here.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh,
1: that's Yeah, over and over. That's funny. So, yeah, you can do it. He's seen it
3: all. Hmm. Uh, do you have any gaps in your resume? You mean points in time where you were completely unemployed? Yeah, maybe you were between jobs for a few months or years.
0: Mm-hmm. Not really.
4: No, I've only ever worked here. I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't have any gaps. <laughs> really. There was a period of time where when I left my job in New York, I my ex and I moved back to California and I took on part-time work.
1: Mhm.
3: Cuz I had cuz I cuz I was still being paid by the the other place. by the other place that kind of sent me packing. And so I was sort of in like this lull where I hadn't found a full-time job yet, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't that in that much of a hurry because I was still getting a check. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was pretty glorious.
1: Yeah, that's nice to not work and still get paid. Yeah, (laughs) because I was just working like two
3: or three shifts a week. (laughs) Right. But you
4: wouldn't put that on your resume is what you're saying. So you would have a gap there?
3: Uh, well, the place that I was working part-time ended up firing their afternoon guy and offering me the job. So I guess I could say that I went to work for them like right after the previous job because in theory, they, they did hire me right away. It was just part-time and not full-time. That counts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I guess a lot of people just lie when they have huge gaps on their resume and uh, apparently there's there's a way to sort of finesse that. Uh, Forbes asked a career coach what you do in a situation like that, and here are the top three tips. Don't list the months that you were employed, mm. just the years. Oh, there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, this can help even if you were out of work for over a year. Like, let's say you lost a job in 2020 And didn't work again until 2021. So, yeah, I lost my job in January of 2020. And then uh, I didn't actually find uh, another job until December of 2021. Just list 2020 as the end of your first job and 2021 as the start of your next one. Clever. I like it. Even if they notice the gap, they'll just assume it was relatively short. Sure. What do you do if the gap is three years? (laughs) I can't help you there (laughs) yeah I was on a sabbatical did you take any classes during that time uh and that's what you want to do I mean no joke you want to fill the gap with any unpaid work or volunteering you did depending on what you do you could even frame it as consulting work
4: oh nice
3: (laughs) Just try to have at least one actual yeah. client or person you work well, with you know, that you can, you can talk be, about. Consult your neighbor on what
1: kind of grass they should plant in yeah. their front yard. When I mean, you're YouTube consulting research.
4: I mean, just yeah, about all this stuff we learn sure. every day. Mm-hmm. You bet.
1: Jen
3: consults us every day in here.
1: Every day, I've got something. <laughs> I got something to share. <laughs> today
3: Whether we she, want her to or not. Today,
4: she taught us all about Prince. <laughs> oh, yeah. And how crazy he was back in the
1: uh-huh. day. We forget about
3: that. Yeah. Now, if you went back to school or took classes that, that you want to put that in your experience section, you know, any school or classes you took, there's, there's no set rule that it has to go under education. You could list it like it was a job. And instead of a title, right, continuing education. Tim legit takes continuing education to maintain
5: his realtor's license. Yep. I got to do so many hours per time chunk. It comes and goes. But... Sometimes I pay attention, sometimes I just click through them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I do it. And you sure. just pass the you, test you at the, end. the time. Do you
4: have to take a test? There's no
5: test.
3: Do you uh-huh. find it helpful at all though? Or are you ever do you ever find yourself in a moment where you're like, Oh, you know what? I forgot that. That's actually really
5: helpful. There's well, there's certain things you gotta take, like you gotta update your law courses, or you gotta update your blah 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 courses. So certain ones are way more interesting than others or good reminders, yeah.
4: What about when we take those IT phishing scam education things here? At I fail.
1: I always, <laughs> yeah. I usually got to take it a couple of times.
4: Uh, Jen and I will be like, "What's the answer to yeah. number five? Oh yeah, my number five is not the same as your number five. Ugh, for fake, it is. Just tell me what. <laughs>
3: <you say." laughs> Heather. Hey, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing all right now
1: that I got I got through finally doing all right yay what a happy day for you I know right now do you do pretty well when you're playing alone in your car I do
0: I do but I've heard other people not so much when they get on the air but I'm going to give it my best
1: so you're stepping forward with humility
0: <laughs> exactly pretty <Smart>. much
3: <laughs> good call that's kind of how it works out though you know in my head I, I got a great show planned and and then I go on the air yeah.
1: <laughs> and then you're going
3: home and saying, Wow, that was a
4: disappointment. Yeah. yeah. And you know, yeah. well, you
3: hear the result of that.
4: So they <laughs> start talking to these Yahoos and uh, it just We goes screw it up all up window. for you.
3: You know how <laughs> that goes. Right. But you know what? There have been one thousand dollar winners before, and you could just as easily be one. So I'm gonna open up this envelope, take a look inside at your letter, and let's try to figure out Oh, you got the letter A. You got a vowel. It's the letter A. a. Okay. A. A. We've actually a, had $1,000 winners with the letter A. Yep. Okay. So, Fritz just put 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen has finished asking the first question. All right, so here we go. With the letter A, name
1: something you wear to a baseball game. Bascot. Something white. Apple. Something you slice. Pass a purse brand. Pass a school. Pass something you catch. Pass a game. Pass a farm animal. <laughs> Fan eater. Something frozen. Apple juice. A country.
2: Argentina. Oh. <laughs>
3: Um, that was hard. Amherst would have been a college. That, that came to mind. Alabama or Antioch, State, Ar- Alabama Arkansas, State, Auburn.
4: Do you know what I thought about for purse? And I only know this because my mother had one, and I just had to Google it. Agner, remember? There's got
1: to be an Anne something. Oh. Yeah. Avon. They make purses, I don't know.
4: Yeah, they do. They have some purses. Yeah, they
1: do. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Do you remember Agner purses from when you were a little Jen? Your mom definitely had one.
1: I would have to see it.
4: Um they looked like this. They were all maroon colored. And they had little gold snappies on there. It's a very Hmm. big it's not anymore, but it was a big eighties brand.
3: Yeah, I'll bet if you just take some random, like, letter that begins with a letter A, like Apple, you could probably find Apple purses out there somewhere. Somebody must have made Apple purses at one time or another in world history. No?
1: Sure.
4: Like apple bottom jeans. That's right. (laughs) Oh, that was hard. This is what we do. We throw it up
3: against the wall to see if it sticks. Yep. That
1: was a lot harder
0: than I thought it was going to
1: be. Well, you had a hard letter that didn't go very well with the questions. That happens some days. Maybe next time you'll have better luck. that.
3: I heard that that sigh on question three when you said something you slice, and she's like, crap, I could have used apple for that. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
3: but I commend you for usage of the word ascot. That was excellent. That was good. Yeah. You don't hear that word every day. That
5: was well done. We love yep. a good ascot around here. We that's sure right. do. That's...
1: And a farm animal. I don't know why you just didn't say ass. That would have worked. <laughs> oh, that that's true.
3: That, oh, that would have worked. That's all right. Ah. Well, have a great rest well, of your day. Thank you. I appreciate it. Enjoy the mental start of the weekend, Heather.
2: <laughs> I will. <laughs> All
3: right. All you right. take it easy.
2: All right. Bye. Okay, All right. Bye.
3: There she goes.
2: Oh,
1: it was a nice try. It was a hard one. That was a tough one today.
5: Yeah, it was. It happens.
1: It does.
4: Well, I think it's hard, too, when you get into the space of a... And you don't want to say, like, a coat, a jacket, you know, because technically. <laughs> oh, you
3: can't. That's yeah, in my head, though. That's where that. I
4: was struggling, you know. Yeah.
3: So people experience FOMO about a lot of things. Sure. FOMO is also known as the fear of missing out. For me, it was always concerts and parties. Concerts and parties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for others, it might be travel, job opportunities social gatherings, uh, local events. In a new poll, 77% of Americans on social media say they have had a fear of missing out on the latest food trends of all things. It sounds like that includes both the impressive stuff people make and post photos of, like your sister-in-law making omelets without them falling apart, to the dumb TikTok trends like putting ketchup on pancakes or something. Mm Mm-hmm and uh, amongst the people who admit to having food fomo 57% have ad, have admitted to attempting the food at home themselves and they average trying 4 recipes a month that they've seen online i can't tell you how many times i will take a picture of something that kristen made because not only is it delicious but it's it's pretty like her presentation mm-hmm. is excellent mm-hmm. and i'll take a picture of it and i'll post it on social media and people will say, wow, that looks amazing. Can I have the recipe, please? And I'll say, Kristen, they want the recipe. And she'll be like, <laughs> I just whipped it together. I, I don't know. I just, yeah.
4: You She mm. eyeballs it a lot.
3: It drives her kids yeah. crazy because her kids have their favorite dishes that she's made over the years. Wow, send me the recipe. I want to make it. How do I do that? Well, I, you, just, uh, you just put a little of this in it, and a little of that, and uh, you heat it for this long, and they're like, yes, but what temperature? Like, how much? And I don't know, honey. I just kind of wing it. That doesn't help us. <laughs> but keep in mind, social media isn't always what it seems. 73% of people admitted to spending extra time preparing their meals just to make them more picturesque for social media.
4: You do that, don't you? I mean, not preparing them, but I'm talking about, like, if you go out to eat, will you – arrange your food and or the table to take an appealing picture?
3: No, but I will take it when it first comes out because I think that's when it looks, looks the best. It looks the freshest. That's when things are just sort of starting to melt. But yeah, if you start cutting into it though, I don't know that it's unless unless Does that's part of the appeal. Like well, no. unless cutting into it shows just how juicy it
5: is inside. Yeah. Know, or something like Or there's something like it. in the middle that you can't see from the outside. Right. Like a roll I... of baro. Yeah.
4: Oh, that's nice. I have a girlfriend that I am not kidding you. I feel like she could be a food photographer. She's that good at it. Everything from like Cracker Barrel to the highest Michelin star rated restaurant in the world. She just takes really great food pics. I I keep trying to encourage her 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 to start a blog. I don't know. I think it's just the way that she positions everything on the table. And she'll even like turn the plate to make it look more depth. I don't know. She's not even like a photographer person. She's just like a, you know, everyday person like me and you. But she's just so good at food pics.
3: Yeah, she sees it, man. She's got the eye. Maybe she could be a photographer, you know, like even though she's not, she's not professionally employed, Mm -hmm. you know, that doesn't mean she probably couldn't be if she wanted to be.
4: It could be Mm. iPhone food pics by Holly.
3: There you go. Yeah. Yeah cuz i mean that's a that's a talent right that's an acquired talent
1: yeah i mean you have to have an eye right you know for that
3: so you know we put it out there we asked we asked people on our uh jeff and jen facebook page what food are you dying to try that you feel a, a certain um i don't know a certain bit of fomo for jen says okonomiyaki what, what is, is that? that i don't know but she said i need to figure out who offers it around the tri-state
4: what's it how do you spell it
3: o-k-o-n-o-m-i-y-a-k-i
4: hmm
3: okonomiyaki okonomiyaki
4: oh it's a pancake
5: oh now we're have talking it
4: at it might be a Kwan Hapa. That's what it looks like. It looks like one of those like Japanese-style pancakes. Like with
5: the onions in it yeah, and stuff? Yeah, doesn't
4: it? Like You remember a Kwan when you go to their appetizer menu and they have a Japanese-style pancake on there? That's kind of what this looks like. Hmm. But along the same lines, I am dying to bring back the FCC, the Fried Chicken Committee, that <laughs> Jeff and Tim and I started, and we've only had one meeting.
1: And that was, like, seven years
3: ago. And
4: we need to go to Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) When do you want to go? I don't know, but it's your fault that I'm addicted to this place because over the weekend I was downtown, I was driving down 4th Street, and I'm like, oh, there it is. And it had an open sign. But I don't know if they're all the way open as far as, like, have the beer because I think that's the experience that you need to have with this Korean fried chicken restaurant is you need to have, like, the OB beer with some of the crispy fried chicken. Oh, Okay. But I so I need to do a little bit more investigating, but
3: Yeah, they might have they might have been waiting on that beer license, but it, maybe it came through or maybe they're still waiting and they just are doing the chicken for now.
4: I don't know, but it looks amazing. It just opened, I guess. I think they were supposed to do an official opening sometime this week.
3: Uh yeah, go ahead.
4: No, I was going to say but they were open over the weekend.
3: Diane and Kathy both said Indian food. Uh I'm a fan of Delhi Palace in Silverton. I think their is food good? is excellent. It's really good. What's I the mean, there's a lot Clifton? of places.
5: but There's a bunch in Clifton. I I like Douche Mesh, which is right across the street from Cincinnati State. It's in a little house. Okay. That's probably the best one, in my opinion, in that neck of the woods. Where do you Him? go for
4: Indian food, Jen?
1: <laughs> uh,
5: <there's, laughs>
4: that was company.
3: really you
1: funny. Know, <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. There's a place in Mason called Raja. I know you like mm-hmm.
3: it. Oh, is it I pretty do? good? Mm-hmm.
1: I haven't been there in a while, but Yeah. yeah.
3: Uh, norma says sushi i've never had it well you got to go to peru we're going tonight taking a couple of listeners for uh, a vip sushi experience that'll be fun yeah and we'll do another one next month and i think another one after uh, the month after that so get on the website at wkrq.com and click to register it is eight forty two, and we're going to check the roads one final time in the morning unless something breaks between now and this afternoon Denise Johnson, what do you have?
2: Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.